Iron Skillet Sports presents The Sizzle, radio and podcast show. The Sizzle is the talk of the 219, the people's choice and the region's voice. Oh, it's hot, baby. Hot. Woo! Hot fire. Oh, bad man, daddy. Bad man. Bad man, daddy. Yeah, what's up, bro? Okay, so I'm back. Yeah, what I'll do is what you need to do, which I was figuring I was going to do that. it is you know who it is it's the sizzle here on iron skillet radio iron skillet television the sizzle you know what it's time for it's time for the hot five in five jay we're getting ready to get into the hot five and five listen man we've got a lot of topics to talk about but we've got this one topic that's really burning up everything and that is the golden state warriors in this COVID time in this time of separation and isolation the Golden State Warriors are preparing for a draft. They're preparing to set up a team and get ready. Are the Golden State Warriors in preparation to get Giannis Antetokounmpo on their squad? I told you so. I told you so. I told you so. The Golden State Warriors know how to tank. The Bulls should be out having a notebook out right now trying to figure out how to do with the Golden State Warriors. Now look, the Warriors are going to offer for Giannis. Andrew Wiggins, the 2020 pick, which is going to be no less than fifth. The 2021 pick, which is going to be no less than third. And they'll give him the 2022 first round pick. They're going to they're going to package all things up. And I'm going to tell you what, you might even get a little bit of sweetener by the name of Draymond Green. Ooh, you know, we've got some more. You've given the people a plug because we're going to talk about the Golden State Warriors in a little bit. Yeah. In fact, on the other side of the five and five, but let's talk about it a little bit later. But let's go to point number two. Oh, baby. You know what it is. It's fire in the hole. Shots fired, baby. Baby, Earl (laughs) Thomas held at gunpoint. Let me ask you something, Jay Kevin. Is the safety ready to be safe because he didn't have a safety on what needs to keep him safe. You know, the one thing he didn't have safe was a safe to hold his gun. How's this chick get hold of his gun, man? What is he going to look? First thing, his brother going up to to set up the shindig and Mm -hmm. then she finds it out and then brings two of her homegirls with her and they ride up in there like they wide up like they was doing a drive-by. I thought they was a member of OTF. What is they doing? What is they doing out there? We not from 63rd. 
Yeah, oh baby, they got ready to set it off. They act like yeah. they were from the low end and yeah. from the west side. They did yeah. it all. So listen, man, I don't know what to say, but is he safe now in his own home? No, he ain't safe. The, the chick had the chick had the pistol up to his head. Now it's different. You come in there, I'm just gonna scare you with it. She had the pistol to his noggin, talking about she's by. She was waving it around like she was wide up. Look, I smell you, man. <laughs> that was insane. But all right, so where's all the domestic violence people at? That's what I want to know. Where are mm. all them at? Because mm. had this been flipped around the other side where he put the gun to her head and called her right. tricking off, then the people talking about, well, you know, sometimes women just got to do what women got to do. But all mm. of a sudden now he got the gun put up to his head and she's talking about, I didn't know there was no bullet in the chamber and her fi- and here the thing about it, they videotaped it and mm-hmm. she had a f- and they saw her finger on the trigger. What yes, are they sir. doing? With the safety off. With the huh. safety off. No Lock pun them all intended. Up. No pun intended. Oh, no safety for Earl Thomas. So number three on the Hot 5 and 5, we've got Jadavian Clowney and the Seattle Seahawks at an impasse right now. Does Javon, or excuse me, does Clowney need to stop clowning around and get himself signed to a team? Look, Pete Carroll said, and I quote, uh, Jadavian contributed to the team and he had a good time. (laughs) That does not sound like a coach who's really happy to have you around. Look, uh, what's his name? Jerrion Reed? Mm-hmm. He got his jersey back, his number back. Right, that number 90, he got back. He got it back. He sold it to Clowney. What did he get back on a discount now? Two chicklet and a graham cracker? Look, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, Jadavia Clowney wants $20 million a year. $20 million a year? How many touchdowns did he score last year? Did he throw for 5,000 yards? I want to know what he was doing. How many? What? How are you getting $20 million a year? At a defensive player, your name was not Khalil Mack. Let me ask you something. Was he defensive player of the year? Did he lead the league in sacks? Did he lead the league in tackles for a loss? What did he do to guarantee himself $20 million? Man, he's sitting up there listening to them chicks and listen to his homeboys talking about, man, them new Jordan 1s is coming out, man. We But we're going to need $20 million player because I need a Bugatti too. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, well, the Bugatti is going to get booed and got. Moving yeah. on right along to the Hot 5 and 5. Number four on the Hot 5 and 5, the death of the XFL. Death of the XFL. Uh, are you mourning, Jay Sizzle, the XFL? Look, they died once, they came back, and then they died again. You know, the thing that's amazing about the XFL is that they put in $500 million, which pledged this time around. Mm-hmm. They didn't know the coronavirus was going to come and get them. Now, Vince McMahon owns 73.4% of the Class B shares of the XFL. He was about to get paid because he thought he was going to get that NBC television contract. Uh, the coronavirus said, uh, no, you will not be getting that. That ain't going to be happening. He's going to lose about $20 million on this deal. With the XFL, he should have learned from he hate me last time that we hate the XFL. Number five on the hot five and five is Lon Sports returns. Jay Sizzle, are you ready for UFC and NASCAR to return this weekend? Well, you know, I'm always a fan of NASCAR. I, li- I like me some NASCAR. They, they got all the May tied up. They're going to run 11 races uh, in Darlington and Charlottesville. 
They're going to run the Coca-Cola 600 later on in the month. Um, no fans, so I'm digging that. But the person who I'm really digging, though, in the UFC is Dana White. Dana White said, look, we are going to have these fights. I don't care what y'all doing. Because April 18th, he was ready to fight on April 18th. And ESPN was like, no, we really can't do that. He was like, oh, okay, all right, I'm going to wait. He gave him two days, and he came back and said, no, we're doing these fights on May 9th. He went out, look, he went and found some tribal land out somewhere. And he, <laughs> where was he, he going, to Mars? Look, he was going to have these fights, man. But you know right. what? You know where they have this fight at down here, bro? Where are they having it now? Jacksonville, Florida. Hmm. They got it all sanctioned, all squared away. Okay. They said they're going to hose it down. They're going to they gonna put Lysol everywhere. They're going to spread. Right. The, the fighters are actually going to be spraying each other with Lysol as the <laughs> fight is going on. So it's gonna be really interesting, man. How he pulls it off, but Dana White don't care, man. He's gonna make this work. It's one of the most uh, uh, amazing things you ever want to see. Is that what these guys do out here when they want to get this money, man? It's absolutely crazy. The UFC, what two forty nine was supposed to go on April eighteenth, and Dana White just decided to, hey, you, I'm just going to go ahead and figure out a way to make this happen. Jimmy Pataro was the president of the UFC. And he told Dana White, you need to stand down. I mean, you just can't keep going out here and doing what you want to do. Dana White is like, says, look, somebody's got to be first. And that's what he wants to be, is be the first person out here to bring sports back. The UFC is a place where you can bring sports back like that because it's a one-on-one battle. It's going to be like wrestling used to be back in the day. We used to watch Bruiser and the Crusher, and they used to come back, and they used to be out there fighting, and there'd be like five people in the audience and there'd be one guy standing behind a, uh, a, a desk with a, with a big microphone. And that's just what was happening, man. So it's, it's really interesting. Um, what's going on. The whole thing is going to be interesting. I don't know when they're going to get sports started back again. I'm hoping that we might see some NFL football this year. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be spring before we actually see any of that. And it's going to be a, a truncated season. So how are we going to um, have football again? How are we going? Because I think they're going to start baseball, and baseball is going to get shut down again. So it's it's really a, a really interesting to see. But Dana White is saying that look, we can be one of the first few people to actually start the sports league because it's a one on one type situation um, that they'll be able to fight one on one. That it's not going to be a problem for hygiene. He said there's only going to be about 150 people in the total building. Which that's amazing. So Dana White, Dana White's got all this figured out. Um, NASCAR's got it figured out. Here's the problem with NASCAR: you got a lot of older guys in NASCAR who will are part of these teams. A lot of the owners are in their seventies and eighties, and and so they're going to not let those guys come into the track. So what are you going to have a whole bunch of these these sim racer guys coming in working the booth now? Like they're used to dealing with their tire, tires and 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 their gas in the virtual world. And, and, but in the in the sim world, but now they got to come and actually do it in the virtual world. So it's going to be really interesting, man. The whole lexicon of sports right now, um, because there is no sport. I mean, literally on ESPN, you're watching them um, throw tiddlywinks. Um, this is the reason why they rolled out uh, the last dance. They rolled the last dance out just for this reason, because it had gave people something to do. Now I know on May 17th, I know they're supposed to roll the Coca-Cola 600. I mean, you're going to have a lot of people who never watched NASCAR before. It's going to be watching the Coca-Cola 600. So it's going to be interesting that um, um, they're rolling these sports out slowly but surely. 
Um, I, it's going to be amazing to me to see what sports they actually are going to be able to roll out. Is it going to be NASCAR, the only sports going to be able to stay out there because the guys are inside the car and ain't nobody touching them? Is it going to be the UFC because they're just two guys fighting each other in a room? I don't know, Greg. What you think about that, man? Which sports are going to last out here? I don't know. When you have NASCAR that seems to be a non-contact sport, it's something that you can move back and forth with and that you don't have to have necessarily the fan interaction and people there. My question is what's going to happen with the NBA and the NFL as they try to move forward without fans in the stadiums, in the stands. It's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be awkward, but I think that's our new norm and that's something that we're going to have to live with. Yeah, no, you just, you just heard me talking about that. I think they're going to have the NFL – they're going to, it's going to be a truncated season. They're going to, it's going to be in the spring sometime. I think it's going to be a shortened mm-hmm. season because they, they want to get these playoffs in and then give an opportunity for the draft to happen again um, and for them to hopefully to be some form of normalcy in 2021 in the um, in the fall. They're hoping right. they can get everything back, back to normal in the fall. Baseball is going again. But we're going to wait and see, man. It's going to be really interesting right now. But it's funny. I'm sitting up here watching iRacing on TV, and I'm like going, whoo, this is really good. Right, right. That's the crazy part. That is your sizzle hot five and five. Listen, we're on the other side, and we've got to talk about the Golden State Warriors. Jay Kevin, talk to me about what's going to happen, because right now, let's say they say to you, Jay Sizzle, we need you as GM, head man, we need you as president of basketball operations. What are the moves that you make? What are the four moves that you make right now? What do you do if you are GM of the Golden State Warriors? Number one move you make right now is that Steph Curry and Klay Thompson are a package that's not going to be traded. That's the first thing. Not getting either one of the Splash Brothers. You can take that off the table. Mm -hmm. Number two, I'm saying who you want. Who you want and what picks do you want right now? Because I'm going to take any any top player in the NBA – can pair up with Steph Curry and you put a comprehensible group around them and you're going to be able to compete in the West. This is the reason why LeBron James is pushing right now for having some form of a playoff here, some form so that that there could actually be a a champion crown because they know for a fact that when these Golden State Warriors come back, arrested Steph Curry, arrested Klay Thompson, arrested Draymond Green, when you have these fully healed, and now you got you're gonna have the top five pick, and, mm-hmm. and you know the guys are gonna do it, they're gonna end up with the first two picks. You know that's what's gonna happen. So I know you're gonna put one of the top picks in there, and they got a number five pick coming, number three pick coming next year after that. Mm-hmm. Anybody want to come play with the Golden State Warriors? Anybody want to come on down? Giannis, look, here's the thing about the Bucks, right? They were 53 and 12 when the league stopped on March 11th, right? Mm-hmm. But they had no injuries. No injuries. Everybody's walking around fine. No problems. Are they going to say that when the, when the league comes back, that you can, the same situation is going to happen? You're going to have no injuries? Um, you got to look at this. They had, they, they had everything was falling just right for them to win the East. And here's the biggest problem. Even if they were guaranteed to win the East, there's no guarantee that they were going to beat the Lakers. There's no guarantee that they're going to beat the Clippers. So you got two teams that are probably going to beat you anyway. And you got Kawhi Leonard who beat you last year. So the whole issue is there's not enough in the hopper up there in Milwaukee. There's just not enough in the hopper. It's now you got a free, now they have a 200 and I think $46 million max deal 
a supermax deal that mm -hmm. uh, Giannis is supposed to be able to sign. Mm -hmm. But do you sign there and stay and die in Milwaukee? Is mm -hmm. that what you do, or do you, or do you, or you drop some money off the table and go over here and see if you can get a couple of championships with the Splash Brothers? I think after a while, and guess what they can do? Hey, your little brother, he could come too. Mm. That you know, that's amazing. We've heard reports that say he wants to play with his brothers. And if I'm correct, there are three of them yeah, now in the league. So is that your sales pitch to Giannis Antetokounmpo? Do you say to him, look, we're giving you the best opportunity to win a championship in the West because you won't win it in the East? Absolutely correct. You, you give him that. You do, you do a LeVar Ball type situation. You say, hey, uh, you want LaMelo? Then you can then, then come on and come on and, and look, Jello can sit the bench. You know, if I if I if I can get Lamelo mm -hmm. and I get the older brown brother, brown brother, uh, uh, ball brother, then Jello can sit the bench. Okay, we can do that. So why not take Giannis and his two other brothers? And his one, the one brother is supposed to be pretty decent. Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty good. It's supposed to be yeah. as good as his older brother. But let me ask you this: in the new mock draft, the top five players are Anthony Edwards, James Wiseman, Lamelo Ball. Tyrese Halliburton and Onyeke Unkuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuikuiku
um, who has who has a point guard who can penetrate and dish very well, and he finishes around the basket. But in, in real life, though, Steph Curry is really a two guard. He really mm. is a two guard in 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 a, in a point guard package because he's really okay. a shooter before he is anything. Mm-hmm. And so they need another guy to help keep that 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 uh, floor spaced out. They were able when they were younger just because of their energy, but they were able to to attack w- with him and Clay. But now they're getting a little longer in the two, and their game is starting to slow down a little bit. They're starting to pick and choose and starting to work angles a little bit more. So you have to work something where they keep the floor spread. And so you're going to need another big time person, but you don't need a tall big time person. I don't want to see another six foot six guard out there, six foot seven. I, they don't need somebody like that. They need hmm. six eight, six nine, somebody like that, six ten. They need somebody like that who causes a matchup problem. Somebody who handle the ball now. Who are these people out here? I gotta I gotta look up to see where the free agents are. But the big, biggest free agent we know is sitting up in the land of Milwaukee. And I would not be surprised if they figure out a way to get Giannis out there to the Bay Area. I don't know if they can be stopped. If you get Giannis on that team with, as you said, an older clay and an older step, but a rested clay, a rested yeah. step. Yeah. One who's been able to take literally a year off of the treads off those tires. Yeah, definitely. And that's the whole thing about it. They take the treads off the tires. And Relaxing the focus might be the yeah. best team that you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I, I think you're going to have a smarter Warriors team. And if you can figure out a way that uh, you can keep Draymond Green in there, still playing good defense for you. But, uh, look, you, you just need to be offensive. I think they're going to play good defense regardless. But you just need a team that's going to be offensive. You need a guy who's going to score the basketball for yeah. you. You know, yeah. and, who, and who that's going to be, that's, that's what you got to do. Let me ask you, GM, do you continue to give Draymond Green big money? Is he one of the high-end players, or as far as ticket money, is he the kind of player that you're going to give max free dollars to? Uh, no, but he's a high-end player for Golden State. I mean, okay. he he's the glue to that defense. He's a perfect thing. He, do you know he reminds me of? A, a a a Dennis, a less abrasive Dennis Robin. Wow, that's high praise. Now that's high praise. Well, and wow. I'm and, and I'm praise. and I'm saying that not to not that he's one of the top players of all time like Dennis Rodman is, but he's a guy who's going to play do all the dirty work for you. He's going to play defense. He's going to go in there and rebound the basketball for you. He's going to go and be tough for you. So he's a tough guy because now, um, uh, Steph and Clay. Don't have to be super tough guys because right. Draymond Draymond will go over there and 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 take all the pressure for you. Draymond Draymond will knock you down. Draymond will rebound for you. Draymond will, will, will make sure the defense is where it's supposed to be. Clay and them don't have to worry about that. So Draymond is very valuable to the Golden State Warriors. Now, if you put him on another ball club who's not um, guard eccentric to the point where we're going to shoot these in massive amount of threes. We don't mm-hmm. have the greatest two of the greatest shooters in the game on the same team. Then mm-hmm. I don't know how effective Draymond's really going to be. Is Draymond mm-hmm. a scorer? No. Mm-hmm. Can he score the basketball? Will, will he chuck up a three every once in a while? Yeah, but you know he's he's just chucking threes up there. He's hoping that they're falling. They know no at no point in time do you ever think uh, Draymond Green is ever going to get into the three point contest in the <laughs> in the yeah. NBA shootout. No, I'm not looking for him to be leading the league in three-point shots. But let me ask you a question on the the other end of that. And with you being the GM, 
And we're talking about players and giving them extensions. In history, we've seen players stick around on teams and they make more money than they probably would anywhere else. Yeah. Is there a function of sports where you have to keep these type of players in-house, even though you're overpaying for them, their market value is not that great, but you've got to keep them. Is this a function that we see not just in basketball, but in all sports, but especially in basketball? Do you have to keep these type of players on your roster? Well, here's the thing about it, right? All the other players are watching. See, there's always a new wave coming in. And, and we saw what happened to the Chicago Bulls. When they didn't treat Scottie Pippen right, when they didn't treat Michael Jordan right, when they didn't take care of Horace Grant, when they didn't do that, what did the rest of the league, all the younger players do? You couldn't get a top flight free agent to come to, to, to Chicago. Right. Well, it's the same thing now. With, with the NBA, you're pa playing for a past performance. It's always past performance, not future. What you're going to do in the future is past performance because that money's guaranteed. So right now, you're looking at teams. They keep guys like this because they want to show. And I think Jerry Cross was very right about this, though, that good organizations do win basketball games. You look, you look at the San Antonio Spurs, who've been rock solid all that period of time. You look at the Golden State Warriors, who got rock solid after they got a new ownership. You look mm -hmm. at the Chicago Bulls, who were rock solid um, when when uh, when when uh, uh, at once they brought in and they got Michael Jordan and they tightened up their upper their upper manager. They kept those players coming. They got Horace Grant in here. They got Scottie Pippen in here. They brought shooters in around him. They went and got Steve Kerr. So what I'm saying is that you need those organizations around you to be able to produce championships. And by doing that, you have to pay some players where so other players will be enticed to be coming. That's why Dwayne Wade came to Chicago. We didn't need Dwayne Wade. Right. We didn't need Dwayne Wade. We weren't going to win nothing with Dwayne Wade. But sure. the whole thing was they were hoping that other people would say, wow, look, they paid Dwayne Wade. Maybe we'll come and play too. And, you know, that didn't happen. Well, let's ask that real quickly. With the Bulls right now, you have Zach Levine, who is their unquestioned leader. He's the best player on the team at the moment. He's yeah. the best player they've got. But when you have a player like Kobe White, who is a, uh, a two-guard, as you said earlier, he's a yeah. two-guard trapped in a points body. Right. Can you build something strong? Did they have a nucleus to build around that just with uh, Zach Levine and Kobe White? Well, here, no, their, their nucleus, their nucleus happened, uh, disintegrated when a certain six foot ten guy uh, did not <laughs> turn out to be who will be not, from here to this point be not mentioned. Uh, <laughs> when, the player that goes nameless. The, the name. What what is that player's name, sir? I will not say his name, but he's a big guy from. Uh, certain place a different country yeah when yeah. that guy when that guy didn't pan out for them he's he's again that guy that you needed that 610 611 yeah. guy that causes matchup problems he didn't pan out for him he's a pedestrian player that's going to run around the nba he's probably going to end up with the mavericks at some point in time because those are those type of players give him right. poor singers give him give him everybody else like that don't take everybody mm -hmm. like him but the, the Bulls needed something else to go with Zach Levine, needed something else to go with Kobe White. Then they brought in Sadarowski and all these other people that really didn't matter. Mm -hmm. and, now, and now you see a team that was just good enough to smell the NBA playoff, but to stink, but but to be 
good enough to jack up a a, a really good pick, and they're picking seventh again. Was the second, third, or fourth year they're picking seventh, and mm-hmm. there's nothing in the hopper past five, and that just shows you you need that third wheel or any really team to make a rush. You need that third wheel. You know, it's funny now that we mentioned it. I know we're getting ready to wrap, but they have the makings where you have a Kobe White, Zach Levine, Otto Porter. Let's take out Laurie Market and put in Wendell Carter at the four. And then you've got at least somebody at the five. It's something they're missing. And I don't know what it is. And hopefully their new GM and president of operations will be able to find it. But there's something they've got to do. If not, this is going to be futility for the next 10 years. Well, 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 the coach that should be coaching the Bulls right now is Tom Thibodeau. That's who, oh. they, that's who they should have kept the whole time. And he was actually a real coach who was only going to play real NBA players. That's it. And they let Tom Thibodeau go for whatever reasons. I don't know. To get who? To do what? Everyone has to do their job. Do your job. Are you ready to see Tom Thibodeau at the Knicks? Is that something you want to see? Look, Tom Thibodeau is going to play four people on the Knicks. That's it. They're not going to even run a fifth person out there. Because I don't think <laughs> <laughs> Do they have four people to play at the Knicks? Yeah, because two, two of their stars are hobbled up. They ain't going to be able to <laughs> look. Look, they paid all that money for a, for a, a certain guy from Golden State uh, yes. and whose who, who, who's, who's foot is literally hanging off his leg. And this guy is injured. He's going to be injured. Kevin Durant's only going to be – Kevin Durant's going to be jump-shooting Kevin Durant. He's you know what? With you saying that, most big men die because of their feet, right? Well, I doubt. What do you do now with a Kevin Durant if you're the Brooklyn? If you're Brooklyn, you've got a hobble Kyrie Irving. You've got a hobble KD. What do you do? He's a bad version of Dirk Nowitzki right now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the, the humanity. All oh, the Look, terror. Dirk. Dirk understood that he couldn't wasn't going to the basket, so he said, I'm just shooting jumpers. KD still believes he can go to the basket until he figures out he's not, and then now he's going to be out there shooting jumpers. That's what he's going to be doing. Yeah. That's what he's going to be doing. I'm telling yeah, he, you. He's going to be – he really wasn't – that paint wasn't his friend, but now he's really not going into the paint. No, Everything's going to be from the perimeter, 18 and, and above. That's it, everything. He, He's firing. He's firing unabated. He's firing. You know what I'm saying? So now, and how long, how often can you play this guy? You, you saw what happened with Kobe. Nobody's ever come back off an Achilles injury like that and been what they were before. Look at Boogie. Look at Boogie. Boogie was a shell of himself, an absolute shell. He came back. He looked like he was going to be doing something. He played good for about three ball games, and after that, it was over, man. The, 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 right. the candy the candy coating was off there and the chocolate melted. I'm telling you, Boogie Cousins is a prime example, and I'm telling you right now, Kevin Durant is going to be in the same shoes. Love Kevin Durant, but the Durantula is not going to be a Durantula anymore. He's just going to be a ladybug. Everyone has to do their job. Do your job. I can't with you right now. You know what? You're... Your analysis is so on point. It's so right to the heart. So cruel. So mean. So cold. So sizzling. <laughs>
It's hot. It's fire. It's you have do, destroyed almost all the greatest players. And now we understand that the only great players will be in Golden State because they have a new stadium. Well, think about it with Golden State, right? The only reason why those guys are are going to be good out there, because why? They are jump shot shooters. That's what they do. They came in the league shooting the ball. They're going to leave out the league shooting the ball. That's why they're going to last out there, because guess what? If you step off of them and fall, they have enough speed to go past you, right? But then – you're, you're look. You Steph Curry's going to go to the basket, but not like he used to. Clay right. Thompson, Clay Thompson. You don't ever even think about Clay Thompson going to the basket that he does. But guess what they do? They run around that aerobics, whatever they're doing over there. Their Pilates training, whatever they're doing over there. Those guys run all day long, and by the middle of the third quarter, you're gassed, and they're running you off screens and running you off screens. And these guys, Steph Curry has probably the fastest release of the basketball that I've seen. He comes off and just – he don't need no room. He comes off and squeezes off shots, and that's what he does. And Steph's going to play this way for the next five years. Yeah, and right now you see a team that's moving into its dominance. And also you see another team moving into its dominance, and that is the sizzle. Baby, we are everywhere. Podcast, listen, like, share. YouTube, listen, like, yeah. share. Facebook, Listen, like, share. We're everywhere, baby. When you look for us, you can find the Sizzle Brothers. That's our new private line where we talk to our people, the Sizzlers. <laughs> our Sizzlets and our Sizzle Brothers. Everybody's there. You know what you can find us, even if you don't want to get into the private chat, you can get into Messenger and find us at the Sizzle, the Sports Talk. We talk about everything in sports. But if you're not looking for us and on YouTube, yeah. Instagram, Twitter. Listen, you can find us at Iron Skillet Sports. That's where you can find the best information, the talk of the 219. We are the 219. Look, Jay, we got to get ready to get out of here, so give the people something hot. Look, man, it's supposed to be 29 degrees Friday. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know how it's going from 60 to 29. <laughs> I don't, what's going on out here? Do, do I wear shorts or do I wear a parka? I don't know, man. Somebody tell me. Stop playing. Oh, buddy. Oh, bucko. That's just wow. I wow. Wow, bro. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, if you don't know the word of the week, the wow word of the week is the tufa. The tufa. Here's a sentence for the tufa. If you go to Golden State as a top flight player, you'll get a tufa. You'll get two great players. A tufa. You'll get two for one right there. If you're a Golden State player, listen, he's Jay Sizzle. I'm Jay Sizzle. We are in the building. CNA Auto Repair and Towing, 93 East Main Street, Chicago Heights, Illinois. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Saturdays, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Call 708-758-2855. Complete auto and collision repair at CNA Auto. 
Hey man, your hair's a mess. You better call somebody to get the best haircut you can find, and that's Brandon Washington at Cold Cuts Barbershop. Yeah, I know, I know. You don't know what it's about. But let me tell you about Brandon Washington. He's a master barber with over 20 years of barbering experience. Brandon Washington and Cold Cuts Barbershop, 1223 Broadway, Gary, Indiana, 46407. And you can give him a call for an appointment at area code 219-793-2822. 219-793-2822. Cold Cuts Barbershop. tips, links, wings, and burgers in Gary, you gotta go to Phenomenal Ribs, located at 1101 Broadway in your Gary, Indiana. You can call, they'll get your stuff together right away. 219-702-4414. That's 219-702-4414. Monday through Thursday, they're open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to midnight. And Sundays, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. right after church, baby. You can go up there and get you. You tried the rest so now try the best phenomenal ribs the most phenomenal ribs in the region the scent for you experience the region's best place for fragrances body oils shea butter and african black soap visit them at either of their two locations at the save more plaza 921 broadway or fresh county market 2550 arthur street both in gary indiana give them a call at area code 219-512-4753 the scent for you the number one source for premium great fragrances also look for them at thescentforyou.com Iron Skillet Sports would like to thank you for listening to another edition of The Sizzle. 